This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Happy TGIF, everybody. Thanks for starting your weekend with us here on FS1. Welcome into Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale alongside Skip Bayless, Shannon Sharp. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, good morning. Today? I'm doing great. Tried to warn you and you listen to me. We had a lot of cold, you, you, cold spot. You, you, your man LeBron let you down. I thought he would pay you back last night. You actually went last Friday night to, to be there to bless him. Yes. And, and then I thought he'd make your three threes that you bet me he would make. I really thought he'd probably pull it off. Well, I needed one. He went, you just <laughs> oh, needed one because he went 0 for 7. Would you believe LeBron has now fallen beneath Westbrook as the worst three-point shooter in all of basketball? He's down in the 28% Damn. right now. Whew. Damn, damn, oh, damn. Here damn. we go. We get, we get, hey, hey, we bounce back Sunday. I guess, okay. uh, I guess, I know if, we, if the if uh, OKC can do something, yeah. I know we can do yeah. it. You better be careful Not about OKC. Good night for the Lakers <laughs> from three-point land. But, guys, it was an awesome matchup for fans to watch. Luka and the Mavericks outlasted LeBron and the Lakers 119-115 double overtime last night. Luka, triple-double, 35 points, 14 rebounds, 13 dimes. LeBron in a losing effort. Hey, he did have 24 points, 16 boards, and 9 assists. He flirted with a triple-double. Shannon, what's the biggest reason your Lakers lost last night? They didn't execute down the stretch. Uh, at some point in time, D. Ham has done a great job of getting these guys to continue to fight hard and climb their way back into a situation, Skip. I think they're like two and a half games out of the sixth spot. They're a game and a half out of the seventh spot. But at some point in time, Skip, you got to stop saying, I'm going to bite the bullet on this one. This one's on me. Mm. Why in the hell don't you foul Luka? I get it, Luca. You know he, he he. Darvin did say that after the game. He said, "That's on me." No, no I don't want him to say that. I'm, okay. I'm tired of this. I, I got it. I got it. I'm tired of him saying that's on him. Yeah. I need you to do something about it during the, during that moment. Saying it's on me after the fact doesn't do us any good. Okay. It's like in the two minute report, if they come and say that should have been a foul. Well, how does that help me now? It doesn't. Exactly. So you mm-hmm. foul Luca. You don't let him get a shot. You don't say, "Well, that's Luca. That's Luca doing what he does. He's made a shot." No. You make it a free throw shooting contest from that point on, Skip. I've got a three-point lead. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to foul you. You go to the free throw line and you make a decision. Yep. Do you make the first one and miss the second one? Or do you make both of them and now you foul me and let me go down to the line mm-hmm. and see if I can make both of them? Okay. But I'm not letting a player get a three-point shot off to potentially tie me in this ball game. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen. And that's where the failure to execute down the stretch Hurt the Lakers, and they did it again in what the, reg- what, the regulation, and they did it again in overtime. They let him get a shot off. You, you should have, yeah, you blitz him. You don't let him do that. If somebody else, if somebody else can make one of those shots, first of all, in regulation, Skip, nobody's getting a three point off. I'm fouling anybody. So Luca had the ball, so I'm fouling him. I'm tying him up. Go to the free throw line, and let's see if you can pull off one of those miracle plays like you did the time before. Yeah. But in regulation, <clears throat> but in overtime, Skip, I'm gonna blitz him. I'm gonna take the ball out of Luca's hand. He's that good. He's, he's on one of those levels, Skip. And I told you, I said he's going to have a high, a high 30 or maybe even a 40-point triple-double mm. because the game is so easy to him. He's going he's to get the assists. Mm-hmm. And those guys were knocking down shots early, so I thought he might have, I thought he might have a 20-20 game, Skip, a yeah. triple-double. Mm-hmm. 20 rebounds, 20 assists with a 30 or uh, more point. 
But that's that's the only thing. And I still believe, I don't care what anybody says, I believe Troy Brown Jr. got fouled. Josh Tibbins says he got a piece of the ball. That man didn't get no piece of nothing. He slapped his hand to high five, but you know, he didn't get no, he didn't get no, and he hit the, the side of his hand. It wasn't like the typical, like you see, they, they, they uh, uh, slap hands up high. That's not what it was. So I believe the, uh, Troy Brown Jr. got fouled, but I don't even believe we should have been in that situation of a foul should have been called because I believe Darvin Ham should have fouled Luka in regulation yeah. and make Luka turn into a free throw shooting contest. So that's on the Lakers. They lost this game because they didn't execute. Hell, I thought they were going to get blown out the way the uh, Mavericks were shooting the ball in the first quarter, Skip. They was down by as many as 19. Found a way, clawed their way back into the ball game, and yep. they had a three-point lead late. Mm-hmm. And that should have been enough to win the ball game. But they didn't execute, and they lost. That is a fact. <sighs> okay. This is what tore me up about watching what was a highly entertaining basketball game for all the wrong reasons. The Dallas Mavericks, as I tweeted, were begging the Lakers to win the basketball game. Mm-hmm. All the way through the fourth quarter, they unraveled. They came apart. L- look at what they did in the fourth quarter. They turned it over six times. Mm-hmm. They're saying, here, here, please, please, please take this. LeBron, you take it. Schroeder, you take it. Westbrook, you take it. Troy Brown, you take it. Somebody, please take this basketball game. Because I'm going to remind everybody, as great as the overall numbers look, as great a two clutch shots that Luka made, he was pathetic throughout the fourth quarter. He played almost all but nine seconds of the fourth quarter. So look, look at the fourth quarter box. What did he do? Nothing. Right. No. He hadn't scored a single point. He was zonked across the board. All the way down to the final six seconds, Luka Doncic, baby bird, had scored zero in the fourth quarter. He, he had only been a factor because he was turning the ball over because he turned it over in two big possessions. It looked like a disaster for Dallas because you could just see Jason Kidd. He's just sort of throwing his hands up like, what, what are we doing? You have to win that game. It comes down to somebody to just seize it by the throat and say, this is ours. And they couldn't or wouldn't do it. And now down to the the final possession, then it fell back on, as you correctly pointed out to me, it falls on the head coach because he said it was chaotic in the huddle. Yes, it gets chaotic. That's your job to take control. Just to calm them down. You, you have to say, yes, shut up. Well, whoever's screaming and yelling, they were all arguing about, you take him. No, you take him, you take him. No, you tell them which right. wh- wh- who you're going to take. You tell them we've been blitzed. They blitzed him the whole fourth quarter, and it worked. Right. It, it worked at Dallas until the fourth on Christmas Day, right. until the third quarter when they were blitzing because Luka did nothing in the whole first half. And then all of a sudden, Hardaway got a hot hand. Well, that's, that's how you, you beat Dallas is you just hope they don't get a hot hand Correct. on the wings. Yes. And Hardaway had an early hot hand, but then he went pretty quiet, he did. right? Yeah. Okay, so the point is, why would you suddenly abandon – the defensive strategy that had gotten you all the way to the precipice of winning the game. Correct. It's it's over. It's your game because he's come unglued. He he is the leading scorer in the league, and he had scored no points all the way through the fourth quarter. So why wouldn't you just say, we're going to make sure that Hardaway or Dinwiddie or who somebody Christian else Wood, other than so, Luka Doncic make, make them make the shot, and if they make the shot, you tip your cap. Right. But they need a three. So not only. Do you, do you not blitz him? 
you actually let him step back across, back across the three-point line. You, you, you have to play him to shoot the three where you don't let him shoot the three. And plus, you allow him to go one-on-one with Schroeder, who's six foot, Lucas six seven. I'm, I'm, it's just so ridiculous. why would you allow that? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know. Okay, but just five intruder. Okay, okay. All right, now we're to the to this. The big picture is most coaches. Some don't agree with it, but I'm going to say a majority of NBA coaches or college coaches just say, "I'm I'm going to foul." Thank you. You have to be careful with the foul because you can't three point shooting right. foul him. Right. Right. You got to be careful. You can't give him three no, free no, throws. No, 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 Skip. Although I don't think Luca could make three free throws because he'd stepped up to the line in in the first overtime. He missed two. That's missed it. both of after. them. Yeah. All right. So the, the point is, most coaches would just say, I'm going to carefully foul you. And it, it's basically, if you do that, it, 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 is it not going to probably end the game? I mean, yes. at, at that point, there's six seconds left. At I, least I'm going to turn it into a free throw contest. Okay. The question now, Luca, what are you going to do? Are you going to make yeah. the first one? Because yeah. if you miss it. I mean, Luca, Luca, he pulled off that miraculous right. shot off right. the, the, the intentional right. miss. Right, he made the first one. But you're going to make him do that right. if you foul him. Yeah. What's okay. the likelihood of him doing that again, right. Skip? So you have bigger bodies. You have Troy Brown. You have, if you want to put Toscano Anderson in there, right. let, these are bigger, taller, longer men who, who can, can bother him a little right. bit. But you put, is, is Shooter six feet? Maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know what he is. But, but Luca is definitely six, seven. Yes. And so. It, it's a disaster of design because you, you don't do anything correctly on the final possession. A- everything that could have gone wrong coaching-wise went wrong coaching-wise. Correct. All right. So now we get to the foul, if we could see it one more time. Okay. So the, the, the book on this is, the rule is that, that you can high-five if you get basketball. Well, does he get basketball? No. Okay. It's it's real close here. I I don't that think he gets. No I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he touched that the basketball. Touched no ball. Okay. My problem was that there was a body brush that was pretty hard yes. when he flew by him. He hits him yes. on the side, and I don't think it was a lean in. I think it was a lean out. Yes. And and he hit him body to body and knocked him down. And I thought that alone was a foul. That's just me. Yes. Okay. So you have two potential foul calls, yes. and it's like I'm swallowing my whistle. Right. I'm going to let him play. Right. All right. So here's my problem. Now, here we go. I didn't want to see Troy Brown Jr. take that shot. I wanted LeBron to take it because just, just, just it's your game. It's your time. You take that shot. Go ahead and drive the basketball. Skip, you Don't see the double. It. They brought the okay. double. Okay. I'm, I'm just taking it to the rack. Skip, I'm, I'm going to drive. What you're asking LeBron to do is the very thing that they ripped Kobe for. Okay. That him being selfish that he, would pay, he wouldn't pass the ball. Right. And then once Kobe started trusting his teammates and allowed Derek Fisher or okay. allowed someone else to make that shot. Skip, he got double. That's the perfect play. Okay. Brown was open. Okay. It's Troy Brown Jr., and the problem with him taking the shot is the refs don't have any uh, reputation respect for him, right? Yeah. Like, like if, let's, let's do the reverse. If LeBron had just pulled up and taken a shot and got hit like that, I promise you he's going to the free throw line. I but, promise you. But they don't have respect for Troy Brown I, I Jr. I don't think when Dr. Naismith wrote the rules, uh, you only yeah. call a foul if the player is respected. Well, I, but, but you know how this league works. Yeah. That, that's how it works. Okay, let's go to the – now let's go to the first overtime. Well, you got another one. Luke hits another big clutch shot. Remember, he started his career, he missed his first 10 clutch late yes. close shots, and now he's started to get on a roll right. where he's, he's becoming one of the best, if yes. not the best at making late shots. Okay, so this is 47.8. 
in overtime, and he makes another three to tie on another step back. They get the switch, and he just says, thank you very much. I'll just step back, and I will make this. And hats off to him. Those are two big shots. Yeah. He, he didn't do that much late except for those two shots. And by the way, Russell Westbrook was all over Luka, and I thought it was going over the edge, but, but at least he was banging him. At, at least he was saying, I'm here. Right. And I thought it was bothering Luka all, all the way yeah. home. Russell was bothered. There was one cheap shot under the basket on a, a rebound play where right. he just rammed him from behind, right. and he got away with it. But he ran into him the one time that, that they called a, a flagrant on. Right. But, but it's just Russ, just, he's playing a little out of control, but he's playing physical basketball yes. because he's trying to rough him up because what's the book on Luka? Yeah, get well, physical if, with him. If we go all the way back, was it three years ago, the Danny Green game mm-hmm. from the corner, the, uh-huh. the game at Dallas, remember right. that? It was on November 1st. Okay, what, what happened? Remember, Dwight just, just hit him upside his head. Just cold cocked him. <laughs> And he knocked him a little woozy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the book on how do you stop him? Right. How do you how do you distract him? You just rough him up because right. he doesn't enjoy that kind of physical play. All right, so you had that going, and then you sort of abandon it later in the game, right? right? All right, so we got that one. And now we come to the crucial moment here. It's 38.3 seconds left of overtime. This is LeBron's miss. This was his sixth three-point attempt. And one of these has to fall. Just one of these. I he got, that was he it. got a pretty open look, and he lipped it. He lipped it. That was the one of all the seven shots that he tried from three where he, he took his time. He shot it correctly. It looked good. The form yep. looked good. And he, he held the pose a little bit like, I, I think this one is in, and it just lipped out. So yep. it's not your night from three. But yep. that's a huge shot right there. And then – now we got Hardaway finally misses a three, and, and here we go to the end of overtime. And here's another one of these LeBron plays when he actually did what I love for him to do because he's the best driver of the basketball we've ever seen, and he still plays bully ball better than anybody in this league to me. So Hardaway misses, and here we go. He gets the easy, clean rebound, and we come down to this possession, and this is what I love. Just drive it, and then that's it. Okay, to me, Christian Wood is there. I'm just going to go right through him. I'm, I'm going to go up on him, and I'm going to try to dunk on him because I think I can go to the foul line. I don't think – I think the way he was going, I don't think he could have dunked from that angle because he's going towards the basket. So when Christian Woods comes, you have to understand, Skip. So now, unless he's going to be a Dr. J to go up and under okay. like he did against right. the Lakers. So he tries to finesse it. He tries to go, go up, up and under. And Christian Wood manages to just reverse field a little yeah. bit, and I think – LeBron didn't get clean handle. I think he bobbled it. I think he, he bobbled, bobbled the ball it. on the he, way up. He couldn't quite get a hold yeah. of it going up, but it was an easy little sort of tip block where he just got right. fingertips on mm-hmm. it. Okay, but I give him high marks because at least you attacked. Yes. That, that Listen, most of the game last night, when he attacked, help me out. Right. What, what did you see? I saw unstoppable. Yeah. What, what do I see every night? Is there anybody in this league who can attack the basket better than 6'9 LeBron James? Well, I wasn't surprised that he attacked because Luka was guarding him. And most of the time, what do people do with okay. Luka? They attack, right. they attack him because he's looking to attack everybody. Okay, I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody who can stop LeBron when he puts his head down. Right. I'm talking about when he says, I got this. I'm talking bully ball. He plays it the best, even at age 38 in year 20. Okay, now we go to the second overtime. And... We've got a, a drive by LeBron, and this is this is close. He he thought he got fouled. I'm pretty sure this is 137 left in overtime. This is to cut it to one. 137 left in overtime. I thought they were gonna call that shove off right there. Okay, and this is he gets it underneath, and he thought there was over the back, and then he comes down out of bounds. I thought they call a foul there. 
Definitely thought they were going to call that one. Yeah. He does get the rebound and goes up, and it's Christian Wood again yeah. from behind. He had like, Christian yeah. Wood had like okay. five or six blocks. And, and I never thought of him as a force interior, no. like a rim protector type force. And then finally, we get to the seventh three-point attempt, which is 20 seconds left in the second overtime. Mm-hmm. This is to tie. This is it. And it's, it's kind of an awkward fling a little bit. He didn't get his feet set, and it misses wide right. Okay, right. so that's 0 for 7. And here we go again. He's by far your best player to me. He's still playing at a supremely high level, and I'm going to say it again because nobody else will, but he, he needed to close that game. However it needed to be closed, it was begging for him to close it. And that's five of those games this year, and we had, I, I told you, six or seven last year, where it's just you close it. You do it. You're, yeah. you're good enough. Well, I, he, he, he didn't have a good game okay. last night. He had 29 or 28, 0 or 7, 6 yep. or 10. Um, he, it, you know, he only had three turnovers, but he didn't play well. I mean, of all the games, probably in the last 20 games, yeah. this is probably his worst ball game okay. from a shooting. I mean, but the Lakers, 40%, 24% from the three lines, 63% from the free throw line. Yep. That's where you lost the game, man. Okay, I got it. Okay, so in the fourth quarter and the two overtimes, I've got LeBron 2 for 11, 0 for 5 from 3. He, he, he didn't shoot a lot of free throws. He made two out of three over the fourth quarter and the two overtimes. Mm-hmm. 2 of 11, 0 yeah. for 5 from 3, 2 of 3 from the free throw line. Right. Okay, so it's just y- your opportunities are there. Yeah. And Luca weirdly, played a horrible fourth quarter and then makes the shot right. to get them to overtime, and then he makes the shot. To get him to basically to, to get him to, to a second, second overtime. overtime, okay? But the, but he didn't really do that much more. If, if, if you look at his line, you say, "Oh, that was a big night." But but late, no, pretty quiet. Yeah, all things considered. So this is the one that got away. Yeah, Th- this is the one where you say, "God, we did the, everything but win the game." There've been there've been you know the Boston the Boston game happened yep. like that. Uh, uh, Indiana game happened like that. And here's the did. situation: those are three those are three that you should have on your and, mantle and, in the and, win column. Philly. I just thought you had Philly. They did. The miracle comeback, and then maybe you ran out of gas, but whatever. But missed free throws again, bit them again. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me, that's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo, to that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride-or-dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us 
but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. USA Today dug into data found from 2003 to 2022, and they found that interviews from the Rooney Rule were often concentrated on the same people just cycled throughout the interview process over and over. Eric Bieniemy, Todd Bowles, Jim Caldwell, and Leslie Frazier, those four accounted for nearly 25% of the interview opportunities given to non-white coaches. The president and founder of the National Coalition of Minority Football Coaches told USA Today, quote, obviously the Rooney Rule isn't working. And the Colts announced yesterday that they are interviewing Eric Bieniemy for their current head coach opening. Shannon, what are your thoughts on this situation? The hell is not working. We know it's not working. And it wasn't meant to work. It was meant to appease black people to say, see, we're giving you guys an opportunity. And sometimes they say, well, well, we can't, we can't, you can't hire them if you don't get opportunities. Mm. Jerry Jones barred Marvin Lewis ass in knowing damn well he wasn't going to hire him. But he appeased the Rooney rule. Mm-hmm. So you got, to, you got to interview at least one minority candidate when uh, 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 coaching vacancy, mm-hmm. knowing damn well he wasn't going to hire him. So what is that? If you already know, Skip, when you already know you're not going to give me the job, what good does it do to, for you to bring me in? Well, maybe, you know, he listened down the road. He might, you know, he might hire another coach. He might be looking at, and like what you see, what they do is the same thing. The Mike Tomlin. You look what Mike Tomlin did. They brought Mike, Mike Tomlin in and he blew him away. Mm. Well, damn, that was 20 years ago. Mm. Ain't nobody else, ain't no other black coaches blown away anybody in an interview. I heard somebody say, uh, 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 Tony Dungeon said, there's a black uh, Zach Taylor out there. No, it's not. Zach Taylor is white. Ain't no black Zach Taylors out there. Well, you you go- know what he was saying. Yeah, I know exactly what he was saying. I, I got it. I got it. But, I, he, but yeah. you don't understand what I'm but, saying, but there's too. there's somebody who could coach as well as Zach Taylor has coached the Bengals. When they going to give him an opportunity? And there you go. Because, like you said, they keep recycling because they say we all look alike. So they hell, like, they think they're interviewing somebody differently, even though they bring uh, uh, A.B., Leslie Frazier, Jim Caldwell in, and, uh, and, and uh, it was Todd Bowles before he got this job. Mm-hmm. So they were recycling the same form. It's kind of like me, Skip. People look at me like, well, hell, Shadow, you down there 55. You ain't never been married. There must be something wrong with you. Are you cheap? <laughs> Are you are you afraid to commit? What's really going on? So if you bring EB in, he interviews 15 times and he ain't got no damn job. What they asking him? 15 times. Well, damn, what's wrong with EB? He must be talking about the owner's wife or something. He yeah. must be something ain't right. Yeah. So that's what they do, Skip. This is what we know. And I'm going to turn it over to you. A black coach can never, ever do what Doug Marone did. Doug Marone resigned the job in Buffalo and went and got a job in Jacksonville. Josh McDaniels had the job. Jim Irsay had gathered the job. They had a press conference scheduled to introduce him to the crowd, to the media. And the man sent him a fact that I ain't going to be able to do that. Mm. And guess what? He stayed in uh, 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 New England for another three, four years and went and got the job in Oakland. Yeah. Excuse me, Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you tell me a black guy, you tell me the black coach, Hell, he lucky to stay on the job for a year. Ask Steve Wills what will happen if you don't do well. Mm. Man, Patricia got a couple of years more than he ever should have got. They fired Jim Caldwell after 9 and 7. Mm. They fired Lovey Smith after 8 and 8, if I'm not mistaken, in Chicago. Mm. Now, look what they did to Lovey Smith in, 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 uh, at uh, Houston. Look what they did to David Carley. And the same thing to Romy. Mm. But, ooh, but he got an interview. But damn good interview. Mm. I go on 100 interviews and I ain't getting no job. Mm-hmm. Man, they could miss me. The Rooney, this is what I, Rooney yeah. Rule. Mm. <sighs> Shannon Sharp. I am so 
sick and tired of talking about this story because I've been talking about this story and pushing to talk about this story since I was on cold pizza in 2004 and nothing has changed. In fact, it's gotten even worse. I have pushed again and again to do the story in a debate format. Mm -hmm. 2004 cold pizza, then when we changed it to first take in 2007 up in Bristol, Connecticut, I pushed and pushed, we gotta do this story, we gotta do this story. You and I have done the story. I, I don't know. I've lost track. Uh -huh. we, we, even more times than Eric Bieniemy has been interviewed, we've done this story. Mm -hmm. So I compliment USA Today. They have done extraordinary work on this. Their detail. Their, it's, it's just staggering how, how much work they put in to, to revealing, to exposing just how bad this is. Yeah. And, and we don't have time. I could read this whole story, but, but, but does it surprise any? No, it no. doesn't surprise anybody. I can beat you over the head with stats. And, 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 what? And what? How is it going to change? I go all the way back to my first year at the Los Angeles Times back in the middle 1970s. I, I went to Grambling, Louisiana to Grambling University, and I spent a whole week with Doug Williams, who's going to be, a, a, I thought, the first great black quarterback, and I thought he was going to go number one overall. He went 17th to Tampa, and you know the rest of the story, right. being the first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl. And I spent a whole week, I actually traveled with Coach Rob, that's Eddie Robinson, mm -hmm. who's, you could make a case he's the greatest college coach ever. Yeah. You can make a case. He's right up there with Bear and Saban yeah. and whoever else you want to put up in you there. You look at all the players that he put in hey, the field. Go, go look what a pipeline <laughs> that was. So I go home, Chuck Knox decides he can't take Carol Rosenblum, the Rams owner, anymore, and he's going to Buffalo to coach O.J. Simpson. And he leaves, and all of a sudden, the Los Angeles Rams, it's a, it's a cornerstone yeah. franchise. They're looking for a football coach. And I went to my editor. You can, you, can, I, I, you can check on this. And I said, I want to write a column saying the Rams should go hire Eddie Robinson because he could do this. He would turn this thing upside down right. and make it. It would take off because it was always meat and potatoes, ground chuck, they called it, because yep. it was hard to watch. Uh, yeah. They would win games, right. but it, it was unwatchable, and, the, and people would fall asleep out at the Coliseum yeah. in the sunshine. Three yards in a cloud and, of it, dust. It, it was. And my editor told me, you're too young to write a column. I, I don't know what I was, 24-ish maybe? <laughs> you're, you're too young. And I said, trust me, this is a good one. This, this will work. No, you're just too young. So I, I wasn't a columnist. I was just a, a feature writer, and so right. I, I couldn't do it. And through that process, I got to know a guy you know very well. I got to know Dan Reeves because they interviewed Dan Reeves for that job. Yep. He's a white coach. Yep. But he was going through the early phenomenon of this because he was the bridesmaid like 15 times yes. for jobs. He couldn't get a job, and he didn't get this job. God bless him. He finally got your job, you got his, right? Yep. And he was pretty good at yes. it, right? Yep. And he went and coached the Falcons and got them to the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Okay. And I think he, he was at the Giants. He left yes. us and went to right. the Giants first the Giants. and then went no, to the no, I'm sorry, Giants and then Atlanta. Atlanta. And he was very good with the Giants. Yeah. He's a good football mm -hmm. coach. But, but here's the point. It's not like black coaches have never had success. that They can't argue back. Well, show me some. No, I can show you a whole lot of success yeah. because – uh, I can show you Coach Dungey and what he did, and I can love you. Love you. I can that go over against each other. Mike Tomlin right? went to the Tomlin, Super Bowl. Mike Tomlin yeah. went to the Super Bowl and won a Super Bowl. And I can show you Jim Caldwell was extraordinary. Went he to the Super Bowl. Just extraordinary. Yep. And I, listen, Herman Edwards, he, he did yep. some things with right. the Jets, right, Rest. and with Kansas yes. City. He was very good at what he did. I can go on and on. There's been success all across the board. Okay, what do we keep coming back to? You can't legislate this. No, no. It ain't, no. You, you can't force it 
because these are independent owners under the same umbrella, but they own and operate their franchise. So it's up to a whole bunch of older white owners, right? Are yeah. they all? Yeah, you, that's how good, right? I mean, they got a few minorities in there. They got uh, Miss McCaskey, who owns the Bears. Yeah. She's a female. Yeah. I think the uh, uh, Amy Adams sister, uh, I think. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think she's uh, at Ten- and at Titans, Tennessee. Shad Khan. Shad Khan okay. in Jacksonville. Yeah. Okay. So there, 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 you know, there's a few. All right. But in general, mm-hmm. we're talking about older white men who it, it's like G- the Jerry Jones syndrome. He loves Mike McCarthy because yeah. he likes to take him out on Friday and let's go let's go drink some beer and have some nachos yeah. and let's talk ball. You yeah. know, tell me what's really going mm-hmm. on behind the scenes. Okay? It's it's just it's it's life in America. Right. It's what we're up against right mm-hmm. now because yeah. It, it's not that they don't look like them. It's just like a cultural thing where they're not that comfortable. These guys aren't that yeah. comfortable. They weren't raised around a lot of black people for the most part. Hell no. Nah. Well, they were raised around them, but they were, okay, they, well, they, were, you know. they was help. Okay, all right. But, but the point is, it, it's hard to force this. Yeah. So I got to mention, man, I'm so close to John Wooten, who ran mm-hmm. the... Chris Pollard organization for years and years, and he was the driving force behind the Rooney Rule because he'll be watching right now, and he's going to text me or call me. I, I started knowing John in 1979. We started playing golf, and then he rose into this position of power, and he's fought with me on the phone again and again. He said, we've had stretches of great success. Well, I, I guess not not breakthrough success, no. but there have been years yeah. when this has been much better than yeah, this. Yeah, but I believe, right? that, I, I believe like LaShawn, there are black Sean McVay, there are black guys yeah. that could be if given an opportunity yeah. like Sean McVay hey. or Brandon Staley okay, well, or well, Zach Taylor help me out or Matt LaFleur. There you go. But I go back with Herman, who I work, Herman Edwards at, at ESPN. I, I think he's back in like, 2009 or 10, I'm staying at the hotel there in Bristol with, with Coach Herman, and he stopped me in the hallway to tell me about Pep Hamilton. Yeah. And he said, he is the up, he's going to be the next yeah. star coach. And I, I'm talking about star head coach. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Help yeah. me out. I, I don't know. He was calling plays in, in, in Houston he this was year. In Houston. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's, that's it's, it's just, like I said, Skip, there is nothing we can do. I mean, Skip, it says, uh, Ash got a good note for me, Skip. 21 of the 32 teams have now changed head coaches since 2020. Some of them multiple times. Only two franchises, the Texans and the Buccaneers, have had a black man so far in that span. And, and Todd Bowles just got elevated, yeah. right? I mean, he was already there. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, so what? what? I, I don't know. It's, it, it's not only bad, it's gotten worse. way worse. Yeah. Way worse. Yeah. And all I can do is just, just pound on the table, and yet, is anybody listening in power? No. 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 And, and you can't blame Roger Goodell for no, this. No, right, right, because I think, I, I think Roger, but there, there are some owners that they say one thing publicly, yeah. but behind closed doors. Yeah. Well, isn't that it? Yeah. That's it. So where are we go? How do we fix this? I don't have a solution. There no, there is no fix. No. There is no fix. No. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life. 
from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. And I won't back down. Shannon's Lakers lost in double OT to the Mavericks last night. They're now 19 and 23, sitting at 13th in the Western Conference. Michael Rappaport is still rolling with us this morning. Michael, let's get your take on this situation. Do you see the Lakers missing the playoffs for the second straight year? Oh, man, this is, this is, uh, I love talking about this. Um, I see them honestly making the play in tournament. Um, but who cares? Play in, playoffs, they're doing nothing. Uh, uh, there's, there's signs, there's moments where the team is getting it together. They win five in a row. They lose five in a row. Russ has six points. Russ has 28 points. Schroeder has seven points. Schroeder has 32 points. Thomas Bryant looks like he's a future all-star. Then he looks like he should be in the D-League, not the G-League, <laughs> the D-League. Okay, this is a crock pot of random Guys, and you know what happens, Shannon Sharp, when you cook in a crock pot. Sometimes it comes out good. Sometimes it tastes like doo-doo. And this will not formate into a digestible meal. Will AD be available? When he comes back, will he get hurt? When he was playing uh, uh, down low and in the post, he was dominating. But will he come back and be able to sustain that for the rest of the season? Uh, uh, LeBron is playing out of his mind. Stat stuffing uh, like I've never seen anybody do uh, in the past. Uh, but we, we, we know what's going to happen. If they, if they make it to the play-in, the playoffs, whatever it is, they're getting bumped. And they will be uh, finishing uh, the rest of the season on the playground, playing pickup basketball while the rest of the team's championships uh, will be playing for championships. What? So uh, you have teams like Portland, OKC, Younger, Hungrier, healthier. Uh, aside from LeBron James, uh, more talented. The Lakers will lose in a play-in or a playoff. And I and I hope I come in the day they lose. Oh, and I hope I come in in person, Shannon, to look you in the face. <laughs> Guess what? I agree yeah. with you. We're going to make the play-in. But we're going to be the first team to win the championship from the play-in position. Really? One tell that. Because once AD come back and he is on the way back, he's gonna be healthy because he's taking six to eight weeks off. Boy, he's gonna be good to go for two for uh, five months. So he can break down the car can put me down after I, after I done got the job. I don't care. I don't got the job. So he'll be have the job done. LeBron James, you see what he's doing. We're gonna win the all. We're gonna have the all time scoring record and a championship just like Kareem. Because in '84, when Kareem broke the record, they went to the NBA Finals and they lost to the Celtics. We gonna win this one. Time, time out. Are, are you predicting after you saw what you saw last night, they're gonna win the championship from the play-in what? tournament? Did Ooh. I just say we're gonna be the first team to win the championship from the play-in? Oh my god! Oh my god! Wait, Sh Shannon, please tell me you have a cameo 
in LeBron James's uh, produced House movie, party. House Party, because you need to be in comedy. You need to take this show on the road. That right there, okay. you should be performing arenas. You could go into arena, just say that. People will laugh and let, laugh let, for 30, 40 minutes straight. Okay, Mike. <laughs> the same thing make you laugh, make you cry. The man that laughs loudest. Last, last. Wait, wait, is LeBron's Woo! hologram going to play for him? No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. Gotta, my okay, goodness. Okay. Now, you saw what LeBron, you saw the 40, 70, 10. You saw what he did oh. against Charlotte. You saw that, right? You saw that, right, Mike? Oh, I saw it. Okay. I saw it. The okay. stat stuffing's unbelievable on his birthday. Listen, he's playing great. He's playing great. He's earned, uh, he's earned uh, his way to break this record. He's playing great. But in all seriousness, I cannot believe you are sitting here on television and you just said what you just said and then you repeated it. Drip, get him. <laughs> Shannon, he's dead last in the NBA in three-point shooting. Last night in the fourth quarter and two overtimes, he went two of 11 and 0 for 5 from three. You, you got to start closing games and you got to heat up from three. You're killing this team. We will. I Oh, but you make it sense. But what was he before? Before this, I mean, this was the worst game that he's played in a very, very long time as far as as far as shooting the basketball. But in no, prior game, he's been shooting the basketball. The man shoot fifty one percent from the floor. From skip. three. No, we've from been three. bad from three all year, with the okay. exception of a few games here and there. But but we snap out of it just like that, and then we get back <laughs> really? in business. We're gonna snap out against Philly. Watch that. Well, I. Do you want some do on it right now? I'll take it. I'll do one. Ca I'll, I'll be good to you. I, I'm going to be I'm going to have sympathy for your plight I take over it. there. OK, one case. I got Philly straight up. Thank you. No, you gave me the points. No, I did not give you any points. I don't oh, know you're what scared, the points huh? are. I'm not scared. Whatever I got the points Philly are, on give the road. I got Philly, Philly at the crypt. Be, Philly going to be LeBron favorite. James. He's the all-time leading scorer. No, he's not. Right, yeah, he's, all he's the GOAT. No, he's he, the GOAT. He, take he, that he, bet. He, take he, the bet. I did take the bet. I took the bet. He's not the all-time oh leading scorer yet. Yeah, he is. He's way on. He's oh. on his way to becoming. That's if he doesn't if it, catch. If he has a cold, he might not it's get a there. It's a beautiful thing. You know, it's a beautiful thing to sit back and watch. You know, you go, yeah. used to go to without the kid. I used to go to the parade, and I'd be at the front just to watch the cars and they start to come by. That was a beautiful thing to watch. Mm. And I would sit right there to the end to watch the very last car come by, mm. so pulling the float. You're going to be the grandmaster of the Lakers parade after they win it. I've had the, the best in. seat. I've had the best seat in the house for 20 years. I watched this man from start to finish. At the, and guess what? When it's all said and done, after mm. 45,000 points, mm. and he hangs it up with another championship, five championships, mm. five MVPs. Mm. What? Are you? What are you talking about, Shannon? Yeah, you do you do not believe that they're winning the championship this year? There's no way. We're gonna this win is another. Cool LeBron James huh? will win another championship. I tell you who won't win a championship. I tell you who won't get that Louis Vuitton case with the Larry O'Brien trophy in it, and we know where they reside. Okay, they play in the Garden. Listen, we didn't come here to talk about the Knicks, did we? Yeah, the exactly. Knicks are comfortably average. The Knicks are comfortably average and comfortably. Numb. The but I'm telling you right now, Skip, Shannon, Jen, everybody listening, the day that the Lakers get bumped out of the playoffs or the play-in, if I have to fly in, rocket ship, get on a horse, a train, <laughs> I am coming to the show. And I cannot okay, wait deal. to look you in the face. That, I can't believe you said that the, the Lakers best, are winning the championship. The best thing to happen in Madison Square Garden is a Billy Joel or Elton John concert or maybe Chappelle. But it ain't we, your we, Knicks. Mm. 
We know that. We know that the best thing that happened in Madison Square Garden was here come Willis. We know that the best thing that happened in Madison Square Garden was Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan duking it out at WrestleMania. We know that the best thing that happened in Madison Square Garden were things in the past. But we ain't here to talk about the Knicks. We're, too, we're here to talk about it's Sunday you're going to get beat. This is going to be right. you're going to be watching football and you're going to be crying because your Lakers are going to get beat by Joel Embiid in them. Mike, Mike, if you don't mind me asking, what's the name of the show you're on? Skipping Shadow Undisputed. We talk about whatever I want to talk about. Guys, I got to no jump problem. in. I got to no jump problem. in. I love it. I hate to. Oh, Michael, you brought out the very best in the guys today. We're going to rename this segment Bold Prediction Friday. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much Bold. for being with us, Michael. We really appreciate it. Thank hate you, Mike. Let's go, Vites. I appreciate right, so you guys. Up. I love the show. Love you.